This is Terry Howell from the Talk Back Fans Podcast, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Show with the incomparable host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine. How's it going? You have a great show. I'm a big fan. Boing. So what? What? What seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono. It's all about the Charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate two feet for wiener. So listen, Laverne, it's chicken feet. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. And just like that, we are into the second hour. It's the Barbecue Central Show. We talk about live fire barbecue and grilling items right here on this show, live every Tuesday from 9 to 11, recording for podcast posterity forever and ever. Hey, the 514 Studio just dropped into the chat. Welcome aboard. He's on Twitch. Probably the only one on Twitch. 514 says the... Video feed on Twitch is the best, most reliable video source when compared to Facebook in the tubes. Take that for what it's worth. Maybe someday we'll only be video on Twitch. Who knows? Anything can happen as we get ready to close out this year and head into 2022. Still to come on this show this evening, the Embedded Correspondents will be joining me as we talk our way through 2021 and take a look at 2022 as it is quickly coming down on us. Don't forget, you can follow me socially at BBQ Central Show on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Snapchat, slash BBQ Central Show on Facebook and Twitch, slash RD Rempe on YouTube as well. And we do have Clubhouse. Dave's Got Beer is in Twitch as well. Wow. Look at that. If you want to jump in on Clubhouse and you have a question, Please feel free to raise your hand. We're monitoring. If you want to also jump in this evening for our 100% assurity picks like we did last month, we'll gladly take somebody from the clubhouse room and you can join in with us big shots and let us know what you think. So uh, if you're in clubhouse, raise your hand. I'll get you up and we can talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about and we'll go from there. You can also get an ad-free podcast feed experience through Patreon which is patreon.com slash BBQ Central Show. Or if you listen to the show through Apple Podcast, you can just subscribe to the ad-free experience right there in the Apple Podcasts app. Coming up on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less of this Friday, episode 209, taking you back to November 9th, 2010. And in a moment of sheer dink, a few weeks ago, as you might recall, I had... Jose Urquiza from Three Years Hollow on the show after a 10-year layoff. And wouldn't you know it, John Solberg, executive producer of The Best Moments Show, had just stuck in that actual show into the log a few days before that show on Tuesday. If this isn't a case of two great minds thinking alike, then I don't know what is. Anyway, if you would like the interview with Jose from a few weeks ago and you want to check it out, if you liked it and you want to hear it again, go check it out on the podcast. And if you want to hear the first one from a decade ago, then be sure to check out the Best Moments show this coming Friday. By the way, if I might take a second just to point out this fun fact, as we head here into 2022, this will be... Breaking news, folks. A Barbecue do Central a Show exclusive news update. Greg Rampey reporting from the Breaking News Desk here in Cleveland, Ohio, the city that breaks the most live fire breaking news as it's breaking across the country, nay, the globe. As we enter 2022, we will have the beginning of the fifth year of the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. The fifth year that that show will be in production. So I personally want to thank John for his dedication to this weekly task. 
and the professionalism that he imparts on this project. So thank you to guest Hall of Famer John Solberg. And of course, I want to thank all of the listeners out there who listen and make this show a success. When you look at the statistics, not that you care, but when you look at the statistics of what Hour 1 does and Hour 2 do in the podcast feed, and then as we unveiled the Best Moments show over the past, which will now be starting its fifth year, you would tend to think that there would be a bit of a need to build in order to catch up. And certainly, I'm not seeing the same numbers, but this show in a two-hour time frame has been going on since 2006, but four-plus years now into the best moments, we're only a few hundred downloads off. Trust me, there's probably any and or all of the barbecue podcasts that are currently out there that would be happy with the best of ratings right now. Truly a testament to what John Solberg does, how he finds compelling content or listens to entire segments from a long time ago and then is able to squeeze out a compelling up to 10 minutes, hopefully hooking you to go back and listen to that whole show that we also include into the weekly post, the entire show. There's all sorts of great things happening aside from that eight or nine or 10 minutes that he pulls off that and gets you to listen to some back issues, helps with the downloads, all that stuff. But in its entirety, John does a great job. So we thank him for his tireless work and dedication that he's given the Best Moments show as we get ready to launch episode 209 this coming Friday. Don't forget, if you do want to hear a previous guest or segment again and it's been lost in the archives, email John. Let him know what you'd be like, uh, what you'd like to hear in that kind of a show, and he will do his best to meet your expectation. His email is J O N John J O N at the BBQ Central Show dot com. And that's what you have in that regard. I did want to recall, because I jammed through it a couple weeks ago, that Charbroil was coming out with its brand new thermostatically. They're not calling it thermostatically, but that's what it is. You can set a temperature on this grill. Oh, cookie settings. I'm rejecting all of your cookies. This is what it looks like. As I had mentioned on the show previously, there's a manufacturer in Canada, Winter Products, and it is confirmed that Winter Products does make this cooker. However, it is not their controller. It's the charbroil or whoever's making it for them. Uh, it's their controller and operating brain that's in that grill, but that grill looks very familiar as far as shape is concerned, and it was confirmed that Winter is making that out of Canada. But this is going to be the first thermostatically controlled grill to hit the market. It's going to be coming springtime. 2022. We'll be talking about it next segment as far as if it's going to be a game changer or not. And of course, how many other grill companies are now going to be in a race to make some type of thermostatically controlled grill. But here you have one control knob and you set the temperature that you want it to be at, just like you would do to an oven. And it's supposed to maintain that temperature all the way through. If you want to get up to a grilling temperature, I think it rates up to 600, 700 degrees. You can also jack it all the way down to what you would find in a true barbecue type temperature. And that's going to be the Charbroil Cruise. Still working on getting some kind of a interview with those folks. I forgot that I did have a relationship with one of the PR guys out there. By the way, if anybody has any contact information for Oklahoma Joe, Joe Davidson, can you please send it my way? Because evidently what I have is not up to speed. I've been trying to get in contact, desperate contact with him over the last many weeks so I can get him his Barbecue Central Show Guest Hall of Fame ring that if you follow social media closely, you follow Bob Trudnack, you follow Doug Scheiding, you follow John Solberg, you've seen pictures show up. Tim McKeska said that he was going to be posting one here in just a little bit. You get to see the ring that now all future Hall of Fame members will be getting from the Barbecue Central Show. Just a token of my esteem for being what is classified as a great guest. And remember, the only way or the only thing you have to do as a potential guest Hall of Fame inductee is what? Be a guest on the show. So if you've been a guest on the show, it's not of the realm of possibility that you could be making it onto the show. So just know that going forward. 
Hey, do you like spam? A lot of you guys like spam. Spam sales hit record high for the seventh year in a row. Uh Seventh year. That helped Hormel, the company that makes the iconic brand, delivered record sales. Three and a half billion in three months to the end of October. The firm's boss says it will start work on expanding its range of spam products next year. Do we need an expansion? Hormel's share rose almost 6% New York on Thursday. The spam brand delivered its seventh consecutive year of record growth. Hormel's chili... uh, Hormel's chief executive, Jim Snee, said in a conference call with investors, we're also beginning work on another expansion for the spam family of products scheduled to be in operation in 2023, he added. So if you haven't gotten enough of traditional spam, rest easy because there's going to be new members of the spam family coming in a year from now, a little over a year from now, I should say, 2023. You know, I'm going back through my recollectors, and quite honestly, I can't think of the last time that I had spam, and maybe never. Maybe I've never had spam. However, I am in the obvious minority as far as that's concerned, so I might have to rectify that situation sooner than later. Folks, let me talk to you quickly about David Leans and Do Wellness. That's David McDowell. Did you know that people who set a goal four to six weeks before the new year ends are three to ten times, yes, ten times, more likely to achieve their fitness goals? Be honest. How long have you had a few extra pounds you've been trying to lose on your to-do list? Now, we all listen to the show because we love barbecue, and I know a lot of us are making a habit of getting second and third servings because it's delicious But what effect has that had on the activity level that you haven't had on for years and your health is suffering for it? Come on, you know it. Maybe you've heard having a dad bod is hot. But take it from a stud like me, there's nothing sexy about wearing your gluttony everywhere you go. Not to mention being overweight increases the risk of all causes of mortality, including strokes, most cancers, coronary artery disease, and the list goes on. Luckily, thanks to my pal... David McDowell, you can eat barbecue all year around and still lose the fat. Fat. With David, you have an assistant all around the clock. He's just a text message, an iMessage, a WhatsApp message, or an email away. He's also available for FaceTime video, Zoom video, WhatsApp video, wherever you need, even on short notice. Some coaches charging upwards of 500 uh, 500 bucks a month for canned diet plans and one to two check-ins. Partnering with Dave, it allows you access to a resource who is available effectively 24-7. Things are going so well, you can now get a year of coaching. Not for 500 bucks a month, not 300, not 400, not even 200. Finally, permanently lose all the fat you want in 2022 for only 2300 bucks total. That's right, 2300 Gang, don't wait. Get on this now so you're ready to win with your health in 2022. It's David's personal guarantee to you. If you're honest, you make the effort, you'll succeed in losing fat. And you don't, he refunds all the money, 100%. No questions asked. Ready to go? Hit davidleans.com slash bbq. That's davidleans.com slash bbq to sign up. Do it now. We are back with the Embedded Correspondence right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. Alright, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Pit Barrel Cooker. Most unbelievable outdoor cooking device on the planet, available in three sizes. Whether you are a beginner or a professional, definitely cook your one out of the arsenal. Visit pitbarrelcooker.com. That's pit 
BarrelCooker.com and tell them the Barbecue Central Show sent you. I'm a little worried in our logistics as I start to see them pile in. Maybe I gave the wrong links or what I thought were the right links were indeed the wrong links. However, I see two of three, but that's fine. We'll get rolling right here this evening because we all know what time it is. It's time for the Embedded Correspondence. And okay, well, that just changed. So here's what we have to do. Guys, you're there? Rusty, you're there? Doug's there? No, I don't have you guys. All right, here's what's, here's what's happened, gang. I've obviously made some kind of an error. So I'm going to re-email everybody the links. So stand by, Doug. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I'm going to send you a link. So back out and use the one that I'm going to send you right now. Back out. And John, you're going to stay right there. And our pal Rusty. Rusty, I'm going to send you a new link. It works. I'll send you a new link. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, link. Now, use. Uh, so back out and use this link I just sent you. And that okay. should get us all squared away here, I think. Did you get that link, Rusty? Wait! Rusty, stay right there. Okay, I'm here. I think we're all set. There's Doug, longest-running embedded correspondent to my right on the top. Yo. There's John, uh, all the way directly below me from Michigan, the second-longest-running correspondent. And by default and by handsomeness, Rusty Monson, caddy corner, bottom right from the great city of Utah, the third longest running correspondent here on the show. And this is the fun part where we bring in the guys once a month. We talk about all the things that are happening in the live fire industry and uh, other things that may or may not be related to live fire industry. We all, of course, will start with our 100% assurity pick. So like we did last month, if you are on Clubhouse, you have a good connection. You can talk somewhat eloquently. Uh, just go ahead and raise your hand. We'll bring you up and you can answer the 100% assurity questions along with Doug, John, and Rusty, and myself. So we'll give that just a few seconds here to happen. And let's see. As a matter of fact, I'll just go ahead and make some invites, and we'll see if anybody wants to jump up here and answer these with us. Pop a little background music on. I don't have any giveaways. Otherwise, this is the giveaway music, too. But I would say... Be the first one in with your email and blah, blah, blah. This isn't a 100% assurity question, uh, but Doug, do you eat spam? I did when I was in Hawaii. Uh, John, do you eat spam? 100% yes. All right. <laughs> and Rusty, I'm, gu I'm guessing yes, but do you eat spam? Yeah, the spam sushi in Hawaii is the best. All right. Sam's the spam sushi? Yeah, they put it in sushi over rice, you know, like, you know, like have the fish over the rice, but instead of spam, yeah. with a little soy sauce. All right. Let's see. We got a one hand raise. I don't, you know, this is the problem, right? <sighs> it used to be so easy. What do I have to do? Hand raise. Yeah, I see it. I see the hand raise. How the hell do I get them on there? God damn it. I'm sorry, Rod. I'm trying to get you on here. I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. Wait a second. Are you there, Rod? Rod? Hello? Rod. Yeah. Hey, there you are. Look at you. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Yeah, Rod is uh, just from a, a few towns to the east of me, actually. We met and went on a date out there in Painesville uh, during the summertime, so... Uh, we will do the 100% Assurity Picks. Uh, Rod, you're a fan of the show. You remember how the 100% Assurity Picks work? Oh, uh, yeah, for the most part. All right. You just need to answer 100% yes or 100% no to the question. It's not very hard. And here we go. First one, guys, 100% yes or 100% no. Have you at some point in your life 
done ballroom dancing for fun or for competition? Doug, 100% yes or 100% no? 100% no, but I got my wife doing advanced country western. All right. So 100% yes or 100% no. Rusty, ballroom dancing ever? Yes or no? No. No, not at all. No. John, 100% yes or 100% no. At some point in your life, you have done ballroom dancing for fun or competition. No, and I'm not even saving that for the nursing home. No. <laughs> Rod, 100% yes or 100% no? At some point in your life, you've done ballroom dancing for fun or for competition? 100% no. 100% no. Wow. I see a pattern here. Uh, I'm last. I have. In college, uh, we took dancing for a quarter, and part of that was ballroom dancing. So I've done the waltz. I've done the foxtrot. I've done some kind of Italian dance that I don't re- uh, the ta- tangatella something that might be a pasta, but I've done an Italian dance. So, and by the way, after all the grades were in for the quarter in dancing level 200 class at Ohio University, the first founded university in Ohio in 1804, I got an A. No surprise. I can sing. I can dance at a pass of everybody. All right, next question. Here we go. yes or 100% no, and we'll start with John this time. The new thermostatically controlled grill released by Charbroil a few weeks ago will change the grilling landscape forever starting in 2022 upon its release. Yes, it's going to. It's going to change the grilling landscape in in a unique way that's another assurity question later, I'm sure. Rusty, 100% yes or 100% no. The thermostatically controlled grill released by Charbroil will change the grilling landscape next year when it's released. Yes, if it can stay working after a mild storm. (laughs) And now we go to Rod joining us via Clubhouse. 100% yes or 100% no, Rod, that this grill will change the landscape of grilling after it's released next year. 100% 100% yes. 100% yes. Right. Well, this is interesting. We go to the longest-running embedded correspondent from Texas, Doug Shiding. 100% yes or 100% no, this grill will change the grilling landscape upon its release next year. You know how I hate to be an antagonist. No. Hmm. Interesting. And for me, 100% yes or 100% no... The Charbroil release from a few weeks ago will change the grilling landscape forever next year on its release. No. But it is a split crowd, which I always like to see. That is building controversy. So we will see upon its release. And I am efforting interviews with the folks at Charbroil as well to talk a little bit more in depth about that. Uh, I know the people that are making it. Uh, They aren't making the brains, as I had mentioned a couple minutes ago. So we'll see how that works out. Here's the next question, and we'll start with Rod who may or may not be in a diesel truck, the KCBS National Stake Championships will never see one event happen. 100% yes or 100% no? 100% no. (laughs) We go to Rusty. The KCBS National Stake Championships will never see one event happen. 100% yes or 100% no? Yes, we're actually trying to get one here. Wait, are we are we understanding the question? Yes would mean yeah. yes would mean they're never going to happen. Yes, we know. Oh, no, no, because we're going here. Got it. I know this. I know this. this. It's complicated, but I get the rules. That's why you've moved all the way down to the fourth square, Rusty. You have to keep up, otherwise you cannot advance in squares. Of course, we know that. Uh, Doug, one hundred percent yes or one hundred percent no. The KCBS National State Championships will never see one event happen. No. Oh, oh, damn it. There we go. <laughs> no. It's a double negative, which means a yes. Double. Right. What? Oh. Yeah. Damn it. Can I get a hell yeah? Give me a hell yeah. That's right, Braden. All right. We'll go to John Solberg. John, the KCBS National Stake Championships will never see one event happen. No. 100% no. Get that big stuff out of here. 
Do I have to go back and re-clarify again? Am I just confusing myself? No means no, or no means we're agreeing that they're not going to happen, or what? No means it's going to happen. No means it's going to happen. All right, I'm just I just get worried. No means it's going to happen. happen. Exactly. When I when I'm double negative. When I'm anticipating the answer I want, and people are going against me, I get really worried that people just don't understand, and they should be siding with me, which is something obviously I need to get over. Uh, For me, uh, KCBS. National State Championship will never see one event happen. I agree with that. They will never see one event happen. I truly believe that with all of my heart, mind, and soul. It will just not happen. We go to the next question, and we'll go to Rusty. Hey, Rusty. Is Super Bowl Sunday a holiday? 100% yes or 100% no? Hell yes. Hell yeah. Give me a hell yeah. Give me a hell yeah. That's right. That's the best one. Let's go. That's the best one. Wow. Uh, Let's go to Rod, who may or may not. Rod, are you in a diesel truck? Uh, Yes, I am. I'm uh, actually working this evening. Good for you. And way to to say screw you work and come on the best show ever on the internet. Uh, Rod, 100% yes or 100% no. Is Super Bowl Sunday a holiday? 100% yes, but I also believe the Monday after should be a holiday, too. <laughs> of course it should. That's right. Uh, John Solberg, 100% yes or 100% no. Super Bowl Sunday is a holiday. Yes, 100%. It is the biggest holiday in the nation. Wow. Doug, Super Bowl Sunday, holiday, yes or no? No, but I agree with the guest that Monday should be. Filling out. <laughs> Is me, 100% yes or 100% no. Super Bowl Sunday is a holiday. Nope, it's not. Nobody's taking work off of it. I know it's a Sunday. It's not any recognized holiday. It's not on the calendar as a holiday. It's not in any different type of text on any calendar anywhere on the face of the earth. It is not. Andrew, you are not. It is not a holiday. And I don't drink, so I don't give a fuck about the following Monday either. So there you go. Uh, we keep the Super Bowl motif going. Doug, we'll start with you with Super Bowl Sunday, the greatest food holiday of the year. Yes or no? No, it's not real food. It's junk. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rusty, Super Bowl Sunday is the greatest food holiday of the year. First of all, you tricked us. Of course, it's not a real holiday because the government doesn't dictate what my holidays are. The Super Bowl is the best holiday because I believe it in my heart and my soul. And yes, it's the biggest food day of the whole entire year, barely inching out the 4th of July. Wow. We, rusty and passionate. We go to Rod in a diesel truck. 100% yes or 100% no. Super Bowl Sunday, the greatest food holiday of the year. 100% yes. All right. We go to maybe the least sports-centric person on the dais. John Solberg from Michigan, 100% yes or 100% no. The Super Bowl Sunday is the greatest food holiday of the year. It is, in fact, the greatest food holiday of the year. Mm. It kicks the shit out of Thanksgiving last month, by the way. So this is a very timely question. Interesting. Uh, That leaves it up to me. Is Super Bowl Sunday the greatest food holiday of the year? Of course, since... Super Bowl Sunday is not a holiday. It is not the best food holiday of the year, although people in instant chat are saying no and yes. So we're getting mixed reviews from instant chat as well. And now we go to the last 100% assurity question. We'll start with John, who's the executive producer of the Best Moments of the Barbecue Central Show, getting ready to start its fifth year at the turn of the year here in 2022. Is New Year's Day. The greatest day of NCAA football for the year. John? John, you're on mute. It's a good thing because I was swearing. I don't even know what that fucking question means. What the fuck does that even mean? I don't know. What is it? What? Next. Come on, John. You know. Uh, We go to Doug. 100% yes or 100% no. Is New Year's Day the greatest day of NCAA football for the year? Yes or no? Damn straight. Yes. We'll go to Rod in a diesel truck. 
100% yes or 100% no. New Year's Day, the greatest day of NCAA football for the year. Yes, it is. 100% yes. What? Rusty, 100% yes or 100% no. New Year's Day, the greatest day of NCAA football for the year. I'll answer that for John uh, Sportsball Sol- Solberg. Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Absolutely. At the risk of looking contrarian for the fact of being solely contrarian for no other reason than to just go against the grain. In my opinion, and by the way, I hate college football with a passion. New Year's Day is not the greatest day. The greatest day is Rivalry Weekend. That's the best one. Rivalry Weekend, or that Saturday where the Iron Bowl... Michigan v. Ohio State and whoever else you're competitive. Though that's the best day of football for NCAA every year. You think it's the bowl games, but bowl games are BS. Who cares about bowl games? Bowl games suck. I don't even understand bowl games. I understand bowl games less than John Solberg understands bowl games. That's how much I don't understand them. And did I mention I hate college football? It sucks. <clears throat> Rod. I want to thank you for joining us for the 100% Assurity Picks as we get ready to close out 2021. Do you have any 2022 live fire predictions to leave us with Rod? Uh, I have none. You have none? All right. Get out of here, Rod. Come on. All right. We'll save that to the experts on the dais. We thank Rod for joining us here on the show. Let me see where that puts us time-wise. we got a couple minutes left. So before we get into some of the other items to talk about here for the rest of the show, and before we get into the Christmas recap, John is going to tell us about a little something I didn't know existed until like 48 hours ago, which is pickled bologna. John, fill us in with everything we need to know about pickled bologna, especially is this some kind of regional thing that I probably should know about anyway? I don't have an answer. I'm totally blown away that you don't know about pickled bologna. It's in every house that I know of and every place that I go. And that's just me walking. There's just the grocery store. That's maybe it is regional, but pickled bologna is ring bologna. It's in a br- pickled brine. It's packed up in there. It's, it's, uh, it's vinegary. It's, you slice it up. You have it with some cheese. I can't. I found. I discovered by accident. I dipped some hummus on it. It was like the greatest thing ever. And then I find out that I'm like, oh, am I the only person in this group who even isn't it everywhere? Rusty pickle bologna. Help somebody help me. I was out. gonna say if anybody's gonna help you out, it's gonna be Rusty. It's really good, actually. Uh, I've had it before for sure, hundred percent. It's it's very delicious. But you cannot find it anywhere in this area ever, anywhere. Not to so, sound like a it's dope. Not to sound like a dope here, John, but is this just in any part of the deli case or is it in a specialty section or you got to go to a specialty grocer in order to get this? It's at, you can get it wherever the cold, you know, bologna's there, hot dogs are there, the bacon's there, that section of the meat case, <laughs> you know, where the, you know, the, the kibasas, the Eckrich junk sausage, Eckrich, I like to call it is, it's just there. It's, 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 it, and you know, you go to any, any market here, there will be some brand of pickle bologna. The Kogel's brand in Michigan is a Michigan brand of hot dogs, bologna, cold cuts. That that's the predominant brand where I live. It's probably the best one, but you can literally get it in a little Kogel case at the gas station. <laughs> that's wow. why I like it's everywhere. I just can't believe it's not everywhere in the country. Doug, is it readily available for you? No, I can barely even find bologna, hmm. let alone pickled. Just because of a supply chain shortage or just in general? <laughs> no, no I, no, I haven't seen it in years. I would have figured with your less than uh, fascination with children that you, you probably aren't looking for bologna a lot anyway. Or hot dogs. That's right. Pickled hot dogs, no less. All right, uh, stand by. We will come back to the embedded correspondence here in just one second. I'll talk to you quickly about Primo Grills. What do we love about ceramic cookers? We love that they're fuel efficient. We love that they can achieve low and slow temperatures for traditional barbecue meats. We love that you can get really hot for searing steaks and other thin cuts. But what's missing in the everyday lineup of ceramic cookers? The real ability to do true two-zone cooking. Two-zone cooking, very important to both professionals and backyard cooks. It's the best way to manage a fire and cook with confidence. However, getting a 
two-zone fire in a round ceramic cooker is not very realistic. Why? Because it's round. Enter Primo Grill and their game-changing oval design. The shape gives you the ability to execute a two-zone setup that you desire. It also gives you the other ceramic grill benefits as well. Really, when you break it down, there's 60 different ways, maybe more than 60 different ways to cook on this thing. So you're only limited by your culinary imagination. They have all sorts of great accessory releases this year. They have the lift hinge on the top of the head. They have the air dampers top and bottom, now numbered. They have the Primo Grill rotisserie, the half pan, the rib rack with the chicken thing on the, in the middle. They have the pizza grill accessory as well. And they're coming out with more and more items as the new year comes to fruition. Here's the bottom line. The best ceramics in the biz, patented technology, true two-zone cooking capabilities, multiple sizes. And yes, if you just have to have a round one, they have those as well. But really, consider the oval for Pete's sake. Can I get a hell yeah on the oval? Give me a hell yeah! That's right. Visit primogrill.com for a dealer near you or check them out on Facebook or Instagram. Everybody here is ready for a Primo. I know you're ready, especially you over there, that guy. All ready for Primo. Primogrill.com. Sold through dealers. Once again, so find a dealer near you, check them out, and buy the best one that fits your needs. We are back with more embedded correspondence right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Celebrating over 10 years of prolific and unparalleled live fire barbecue and grilling talk. And yes, it's still being done from Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. This portion being brought to you by Smithfield. Smithfield.com. Visit there through the grilling season and get tips and tricks from world champ pitmasters like Chris Lilly, Darren Worth, Ernest Cervantes, and Charles Cridlin. Mouthwatering flavor, no artificial ingredients. Smithfield fresh pork, quite simply some of the fresh pork Money can buy trusted choice of world champ pitmasters for use in competitions and at home. Smithfield.com, by the way, we are putting in work right now to line up a January date where Smithfield will announce yet another year of Smithfield grants. If you can believe that, that's right. So we thank Smithfield for everything they're doing here for the show and the world of competition barbecue as we are rejoined by the embedded correspondence once more. So we've learned all about pickled bologna. We've learned that Doug and I are living with our heads in the sand, perhaps not even by choice, just uh, wandering around unknowingly about this thing. But I'm going to look at my local Heinen's to see if there's pickled bologna. I'm a big bologna guy. I love bologna cheese and mustard on plain white bread. It's one of my favorite sandwiches growing up. I'm sure I would like it here as a 47-year-old adult. Um, and we'll go from there. Rusty. Christmas traditions. Let's talk about your family's Christmas traditions, one of your favorites. And then what was the best gift you got this year? And what was the best gift you gave this year? Wow. 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 Um, family traditions are we watch movies on Christmas Eve. We have a well, sorry, let me back up. We have a big family party and we do all the eating there. We have games and all the family comes over and we hang out. And before we go to bed, the kids and I watch usually like Rudolph, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. I really try to enforce my what I did as a kid to them, even though there's so many cool things out now. I choose to really dial it back 60, 70 years ago. And then we wake up in the morning and the girls come wake us up, but they can't open presents till we put on the Elvis Christmas album. And once the music starts, they can start opening their presents. And then for Christmas day, I make a huge, I mean, I go crazy. There's five of us. I made food for 30 people, wow. um, make the whole, everything, everything you think of for breakfast, we make it. I got a beard strainer, which I have used today. If you guys are watching for the first time, you might say to yourself, wow, Rusty looks really dapper today. And that's thanks to my, beard straightener now i had never heard of it before i used it today that's the first time it was pretty cool but you know we don't really get gifts and the best one i gave i think i gave my wife this whole set up for her bath where she can like put her stuff on this thing and have her computer on there and like glad uh you know wine and all this stuff it's, it's cool actually i i use it now 
So it's fantastic, but we don't really give ourselves a lot of gifts. So um, that's it. That's it. That's me. John, any Christmas traditions that you can harken back on and what was the best gift you gave and what was the best gift you got? Traditions similar to Thanksgiving, you know, my world has shrunk. So, uh, you know, currently I, I, you know, I can't, I can't go back. They're, they're gone. They're not currently in my mind. And, uh, Christmas is not always an easy time for folks. So, uh, to me, one of the greatest glories of Christmas is to survive it. So I just want to get that out there. Um, Christmas gifts I got this year. I, the Christmas gift that I received this year was for my good friend, Doug Scheiding, and it is a wonderful spritzer bottle um, for a barbecue. And that is what I got. And 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 Doug, not to belittle that gift, that is the only gift that I received this Christmas. And I do have it. It is in my bag, and space in my cook bag is limited. And that's right in there. I'm looking forward to trying that. So thank you so much. Um, the best gift awesome. I gave this year is... Uh, all of them. <laughs> you know, it's like, it was like, I was like, Hey, Hey, I, I'm grandpa checkbook. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Got it. So, um, and, uh, the girl's grandbaby, one-year-old, I probably think the thing that I like the best is I got her first plastic toy grill set. Ah, yes. She's just, just turned a year. <laughs> so we're going to either figure this out right now, or I'm going to quit wasting my time on her. She's, it's, she's one. It's time to start cooking. Uh, Doug, your Christmas traditions and best Christmas gift you got and best Christmas gift you gave. Okay. Uh, with my parents, it's we've limited it to three gifts. I, I like that. It shortens Christmas. Um, just way too many gifts uh, during the year. Um, with uh, the outlaws, it's the uh, nieces and nephews get to open one present on Christmas Eve, and then we open the other presents uh, after breakfast, usually on Christmas. So best Christmas gift that I got this year that I got myself was the solo stove. Um, the best Christmas gift that someone gave me was, I don't know, I'm trying to think what it might be or something. I'm just looking. Uh, yeah. Look at that bad boy. <laughs> Wowee. <laughs> Seriously. Awesome. <laughs> I was blown away. <laughs> wow. That thing is ridiculous. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, and then the best gift I gave, I picked out for my niece, whose name is Catherine, and she goes by Cat. And I got her this very soft blanket that has cats doing yoga poses on it. Hmm. And she loves it. She slept in it both nights. Uh, for me, we do Christmas Eve stuff with my in-laws, uh, typically, although, you know, it looked a little different this year. My mother-in-law had quite a battle with COVID about a year ago. She was in the hospital for two weeks, uh, was almost vented at one point because the oxygen levels were so low. So she wasn't really excited, just like she wasn't last month with Thanksgiving around being anybody that wasn't vaccinated uh, and or showing symptoms uh, and things of this nature. So kept it really close uh, just with my immediate family and uh, those two. So we did a little gift opening one for Christmas Eve. Uh, when 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern comes on, we turn on TBS. We start watching 24 hours of Christmas Story. Uh, that movie in the beginning was shot right here in Cleveland where you see the house in the movie in the beginning open shot. That's right on the near west side, West 10th Street. Uh, the Christmas house, uh, the Christmas Story house is like a, a whole operating museum thing that you can tour through Cleveland. If you ever come through here, it's really cool. And we go past there all the time because it's fun. And uh, so we do that, wake up in the morning. Uh, we were really late waking up on Christmas morning. I don't remember the last time we slept until 11 o'clock, but we were up a little bit late uh, through Christmas Eve into what was Christmas morning too. Uh, my wife makes some breakfast casseroles and some quiches, and then we get to work on the prime rib that we're going to be having for dinner uh, and then do the respective mm. gifts. Uh, best gift I gave, I gave my wife a set of, Diamond earrings from Barbecue Jeweler to the Stars. Stephen DeFranco, if we remember him. Rusty, Frank, I know you don't remember him. Yeah. The other guys remember him. And then, yes. uh, best gift I got was from, uh, let's see, what was the best gift I got? Oh, so do you guys recall my honest evaluation of a local restaurant here called Swenson's? where Sam, the cooking guy, started slamming me, saying that I had it in for the fact that they were doing so well in business, and I was trying to convince him I had nothing but praise for their business, but it seemed that their patrons 
could never find fault in food that was horrifically average. And we went back and forth on that. So one was built 500 feet from my house at the next biggest intersection. <laughs> and the girls are over there all the time. And I've never been once. And so the, the coolest gift that I got this year was a $20 gift certificate to Swenson's, which I'll never use. But it was in this really big box, and I took it out, and there it was, a plastic $20 gift certificate, some Swenson's. So there you go. All right, uh, so we press on here. Best barbecue product or service or invention this year of 2021. Rusty, anything ring a bell for you? Yeah, I'm going to say the Thermopen 1. I know everyone's going to be crap for it, but I absolutely love mine. I, I kind of had four other ones, and I just used that one exclusively. I like all the features that it has. It really improved on a lot of things that it does already so i would say the thermopen one is my favorite thing this year john favorite barbecue product service or invention of 2021 you know i'm struggling with this one i mean rusty that's a great one I've, I've been kicking this and trying to come up with a something and if if i gotta go with one even though it's is it invented yet it's gonna be therm thermostatically controlled gas grills even though that may not count because it's not quite released yet. Um, and the Thermopen one is a great tool, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's one second faster than it was. So, you know, kudos to them, but I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of a, at a loss. So I will yield. Uh, Doug, best product or service or invention here in 2021 for the barbecue and grilling industry. I knew Rusty and I would agree on this one. The Thermopen one, I stink and love it. Hmm. Well, I have like a 1A and 1B, and I'm vacillating back and forth here on what I thought was the best. Uh, the PBX from Pit Barrel Cooker is number one. I talk about it. Uh, it's a 50-gallon Pit Barrel Cooker. Everybody that I know that has one absolutely raves about it, absolutely loves the capacity. They had long talked about never adding anything bigger than what the flagship product pit barrel cooker was that bigger wasn't always better, but they listened to the demand of their customer base and they got a much bigger cooker to market to battle the gateway drum smokers of the world and whoever else that makes the, the bigger capacity cookers. And it seems to be being received very well into the marketplace, especially for the pit barrel folks or the folks that like drum smokers. However, one B is this. Doug, I'm surprised you didn't mention this. Maybe even John. The Mojo Pizza Seasonings by Urban Slicer Pizza. Those were released this year. They were unbelievable, and I use them all the time. I just put it in my chicken noodle soup for dinner this evening. The uh, the white Mojo. I mean, it's absolutely yes. I mean, the white is so freaking yes. good. So, and I really love the red as well. So, those are my top two products. 2022 live fire prediction or predictions, John. What's happening in 2022 that will take the world by storm? The thermostatically controlled gas grill. <laughs> <laughs> well, can, can I get a hell will, yeah? Hell yeah! Will, will not, not change the landscape of grilling. It will segment its own landscape in the backyard. Really? Become its whole new thing. It's going to segment off. Wow. It's going to be a different. It's going to be a different landscape. It's going to be like a subculture. It's going to redefine YouTube videos on it. It's going to go because this is going to start that whole. Everybody's this thing. It's going to be a whole branch, <laughs> and it's maybe not for us, but it's going to be real and it's it's going to be big. Rusty, your twenty twenty two live fire prediction. I, I think I've mentioned this before somewhere, and I'm going to say it again. I think that. Um, that offset cookers will become bigger than they are now. They'll hmm. become like, I don't know where I said this before. I think it was the end of last year. Mother fairy. Hey, and you know what? <laughs> I think, I think that they have, am I right? So let me say that they're going to get even more popular this year. I, I just feel it. That's all I can feel is that, is that I think everyone's kind of normalized. And I think that one's just ready for a, you're right. It was last year. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Really? It feels like yesterday. 2021, I'm rapidly going. coming to a close, Rusty. I didn't know if you knew that or not. All right. I'm going to repeat my last year's prediction. We're holding firm with the increase in popular or the resurgence of offset cookers. Doug, your 2022 live fire prediction. Okay. It's just one. I have a couple, and I'll be quick then. Uh, you, it's going to be the year of pork. 
it's just undervalued as compared to brisket. It's a third of the price. It, a lot more people are going to be cooking pork. The return of the meter. The meter plus is a great tool. God and, damn it, Doug! Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yes. Well, Continued slow death of competition barbecue and yet another barbecue society will be formed in texas because four or five isn't enough for us that's there right that's right when four when you had four and it seemed like too many now five and six will not be enough by the time 22 comes to an end uh for me right, uh, as doug right. said and by the way i can't believe doug kind of branches out for this i mean he does contract with traeger traeger now owns meter perhaps he's Un, uh, subconsciously letting out some news that maybe he wasn't supposed to let out that meter was going to oh, be no. like here's what I think uh, the meter Traeger, plus is great Traeger no Traeger is letting this meter die a slow death people will forget about it much like some old person tucked away in a home and then next year maybe late spring early summer what's going to happen hey everybody Traeger is coming out with a new wireless meat thermometer built on the back of what was the meter. However, the meter was a big steaming pile of crap. Can I get a hell yeah? Give me a hell and yeah. we bought the brains, we bought the intellectual property, we bought the patents, and we invested what Traeger knows how to do best, and we're going to make it work. And now it is going to be what everybody else thinks a wireless probe thermometer system should be because everything else right now is not good in any form or fashion. And that is going to be the 2022 biggest live fire prediction, I think, that Traeger will resuscitate, and it will not be under the meter name brand. It will be the Traeger blah, 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 or whatever cool marketing nickname that they are going to have the staff uh, come up from there. Also, in 2022, you will see the exit of Jeremy Andrus from Traeger. Book it. And I will follow up with him in February when he comes on the show. We have a date for him to talk on this show exclusively, and I will ask him when he plans to check out for 2022. So at the end of 2022, I can say to all of you that I told you so. So I'll make sure I get insider information right there. And I think I was going to say, Doug, you said pork in general, but I was going to throw out, I'm, I'm, I'm predicting an emergence of something called pork brisket. I have no idea what the hell that is. I'm throwing pork brisket out into the ether. It seems like it almost cancels itself out, pork and brisket, pork and beef. However, I think if I get it out there, somebody's going to run with it. And at the end of the year next year, I can say that I started a trend at the end of 2021. So think pork brisket. Think hashtag pork brisket is going to become a thing. Maybe my pal John Solberg is going to get on Instagram stories and start going nuts with it like he did with the Dutch oven Twinkies that he did a couple months ago, which was really <laughs> Those were great. It was great. The Twinkies were awesome. No doubt. So, all right, let's go ahead and get into the best moments of 2021 for this panel. And we will go to John first. What do you think uh, encompassing the show, not just for our embedded correspondence segment, but if some of those fit in as well, uh, some of your favorite parts of the year 2021 and the show? Uh, the favorite, I, one of my favorite things that doesn't involve the embedded correspondence is Rusty's bringing us up with his food truck or trailer yep. business. I thought it was really engaging. It, it was, it really exposed himself. I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, all, all of the moments are best of the show, but that was one that truly I enjoyed it. And, uh, I look forward to those updates, hopefully continuing on into 2022. Doug, some of your favorite moments in 2021. There were quite a few John winning idol hall of fame, Mo chewing, but, um, the three that stood out for me are John similar to my, yes, exactly. He actually burps, I believe at <laughs> minute 55, 40, check it, check the tape. That's all, right. all I'm saying. All right. Uh, John similar to my hot dog rant, August 24th, his cream cheese rant with three F bombs and reminding us we're not in 1982 of or more was fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Um, peg leg porker. What a raw and great interview. I loved it when he said that someone accused him of slapping his name on some bourbon and he came back and said, you need deep pockets, baby, and big balls to get into bourbon, <laughs> especially when he was opening up his, his new restaurant. That was great. And my third and final is when 
Greg, this is you to a to a T. You and Meathead and him naming Clint Cantwell as his speaker at the Hall of Fame. And you go, oh, I mean, you, yeah. And then, and then you proceed to say that, oh, no, he's a terrible speaker. He's a great writer, a good writer, and he should know that he's a terrible speaker. And why in the hell are you sending him? Um, that's why you're honest. That's why I like your interview style. It's the honesty because brutal honesty is the way to go well uh i think that was number two on my list of of greatest moments was telling oh. meathead that uh having clint can't i mean you could have anybody else be your speaker and it would be much better but uh, him doing clint was one uh both tim mckeska interviews this year uh, both giving us information on uh, the brisket pricing at that point and then following it up a month or so later with the pork situation uh, those were great interviews uh, also, this was a bonus content episode, so it wasn't technically on the show, but I don't know if anybody remembers, we did a horse milk tasting right here on this show, recorded live with the host of the Barbecue Talk Show, which is based in England, and uh, Ryan from the Barbecue Talk Show heard me do a news story that was based in England, uh, or the UK, or whatever they call it over there, about a guy who said that horse milk cured his daughter's eczema and then he researched it to find that there were more health benefits for drinking it i think he had some type of arthritis that was cured or bone ache or whatever it was so ryan got a hold of me ordered it said hey mate i got horse milk coming in the post let's shoot something and see what turns out and it ended up being gold so that was one of my favorite moments and it wasn't even part of the the real show it was a bonus episode uh, taking Adam Perry Lang out of the Barbecue Hall of Fame, the guest Barbecue Hall of Fame for now, was a top moment for me, and I'll leave it at that. And the number one best moment of me, uh, I'm sorry, the best moment, not of me. It did include me, by the way, but the best moment for me, this was the number one best moment for me in 2021. I'm going to go out on a limb. Rusty, I don't <laughs> think you've ever heard of Bod Trudneck, correct? Barbecue <laughs> guru, jackal. Oh, <laughs> All right, all right. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, that was the best moment for me was Rusty being able to slam it right back in my face and knowing who Bob Trudnack was. Uh, The best part of the show from a technical standpoint for me was instituting a USB mic mandate on 99% of the guests as the year turned into 2021. The show has never sounded better, and for a show that rarely has in-studio guests, I challenge any other podcast out there to claim the same thing, that they have the best sounding audio or better sounding audio with all of my remote guests connecting in than I had this year. I don't think there was a better sounding podcast out there. And yes, I do understand that it takes a little bit of balls or dickheadedness or shitheadedness to say, hey, if you want to be, I know I'm asking you to be a guest, and if you want to, you're going to have to go out and spend 60 bucks to get this microphone. By the way, it's the one that's Doug using. Uh, that's That can be a little bit of a pill to swallow. I lost some interviews because of that, but I say this. If you go back through the 15 years of this show, audibly, the show has never sounded any better. I don't care how the show looks. The show has never sounded better than it has this year and it is solely because I have pushed a USB mic mandate for the guests and by and far the guests have been very open to it because we're still doing a lot of Zoom meetings and things where you would need a microphone or a computer anyway so people can justify it a little easier in that form so this show has never sounded better and uh, that's my favorite part and I was was reluctant I, I thought that that might put a lot of people off but I'm glad I stuck to it I got some uh, championing from you guys and from some of my other guests that said this is a great idea and, and you should do it. So uh, we stuck with it. There you go. Uh, Doug, anything else before I let you go? Anything you want to promote or things that we missed as we close 2021 up? Um, I, I like the Skeeter Kent Rollins, you know, and the the him being <laughs> being being the uh, gatekeeper and you know Skeeter and everything that was great. But I sent you a whole list of of things, so maybe you can go through some of those. Um, I'm on the four year seventy uh, ninth time I've been on the baseball and barbecue podcast. I'm the guest host with Ho- Hojo Howard Johnson, and uh, Ooh, that's out wow. right now. 
Yes, exactly. And then uh, I'll be a guest host with Emily Detweiler coming up in January 9th. All right, uh, Rusty, anything else you wanted to get out uh, as far as 2021 is concerned and or promotion-wise that you would like to push? In 2021, by the way, you're on your show, since you skipped me, I'm going to have to put in Kent Rollins just because that was such a great interview. And it was like two worlds colliding for me that was super cool. And I learned a lot about him that I didn't know. And I'm actually a huge fan of his and watch him all the time. So you got to stuff out at him that I didn't even know. Hmm. So I'm just going to say that one. But yeah, nothing to promote. We're on on the podcast. We're on a break. But, you know, if you want to go back in 2021 and listen to all the great guests we had on and through Pitmasters podcast, you can do that. You can follow me at Salt City Barbecue if you're interested in my food truck journey and competition journey and all that fun stuff. Uh, John, anything you want to leave us with as far as 2021 is concerned and or would you like to promote? Uh, Doug, I just would like to say if you're the guest host for 79 episodes, wouldn't that like kind of get you close to co-host? I'm like, that's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) At some point, you're a Um, co-host. That's Greg's number is 79. (laughs) It's a little less than that. (laughs) Okay, it's like maybe seventy less. Um, just, <laughs> hey, Greg, I want to send a thanks to you for for the award for the barbecue guest barbecue central show guest hall of fame. Uh, I truly don't feel uh, worthy to be in the group of the class that is this year. Uh, and when I look at the entire class of the, it, it just blows me away. When I look at uh, those people, I, I'm I'm honored that. Uh, all of you think I should be there as well. And also, just make sure you check out the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less this Friday. Get it in your podcast feed. All you got to do is search the Barbecue Central show wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. All right. Uh, there they are. Doug Scheiding, longest running embedded correspondent to the right of me from Texas. Right below me is John Solberg from Michigan. And Caddy Corner down to the bottom right is Rusty Monson from the great city of Utah. Guys, I wish you a Tremendous Happy New Year weekend as it comes. Be safe, and we will rejoin as January closes out to talk about all the latest barbecue and grilling happenings and whatever else we want to talk about from there. And I do want to thank you guys again for another great year of Embedded Correspondence Talk. It's been fun. Everybody loves this uh, this hour of the show. And uh, it's a testament to your preparation and the knowledge and the ability to play off each other that speaks volumes. So thank you very much for doing it. And we will tech you or check you in January. There they are. The embedded correspondence right there, Doug, John, and Rusty. All right. So let's go ahead and do one piece of quick business and then we'll close out the show. Quickly, I'll talk to you about Yukon Glory and the burger serving set, an essential set for foodies and burger lovers. If you really want restaurant feeling at home we've got you covered with the full burger board set this set includes a stainless steel grill basket for your fries and veggies or two ceramic condiment holders for your favorite sauces and condiments and a slate plate to serve up your burger in style the deluxe burger board is made for durable long-lasting premium acacia wood with deep reds and browns that will not fade over time with the holiday season still here the set perfect holiday gift to give the chef grill master or burger holic in your life trust me they will thank you for it. The burger set and all of Yukon Glory's products are sold at yukonglory.com, Amazon, Walmart, Lowe's, The Home Depot, and Target. Use promo code 10CENTRAL for a discount as you're checking out on yukonglory.com for the whole month of December, so you have three more days in order to get that 10% discount saving. And it might evaporate all there. So if you are thinking about it, get it done in the next three days. Otherwise, you could be out of 10%, period. I'm foreshadowing. So if you want to save, get there. Yukonglory.com. Follow Yukon Glory on Instagram or Facebook at Yukon Glory for the latest updates as well. We thank Yukon Glory for their support of the show here in 2021. And we will wrap the year right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Whole packers, full racks, legs and thighs, injecting butts. If you've never heard this before, you might think you found the best triple X show ever. Let's get back to the most homoerotic host out there today, Craig Rimpy. And this portion being brought to you by Vortic Watch Company, a small batch custom watch manufacturing and vintage restoration company located in northern Colorado. They take antique American pocket watches and turn them into wristwatches, just like this one here to the right. 
Their mission, preserve and enhance the legacy of American manufacturing excellence. They're the guts right there. In order to do that, they combine traditional and cutting-edge technology to create unique quality functional timepieces with exceptional value. Here's the coolest part. Each watch that Vortec makes is unique and one-of-a-kind. Vortec founded on the motto that America wasn't assembled, it was built. Check them out at VorticWatches.com. All right, that's going to do it. All the way back in the first hour, we had first-timer of the show, Jonathan Barbeau, Mr. Jonathan, the Cigar Authority co-host. TheCigarAuthority.com is the podcast website. The number two guyscigars.com is the retail, online retail location if you want to buy cigars. Bandolero was the suggestion of Mr. Jonathan as he was on his way out. We kept him long. We appreciate that. So that's how you can find the Cigar Authority podcast or Two Guys Cigars for retail if you want to buy. Second hour, the embedded correspondents were right there, and we talked about 100% Assurity picks. We talked about what was good in 2021, what we're predicting in 2022, best Christmas gifts that we got and gave, and much more. We have a great show planned for you next week. We turn into the new year of 2022, so that's going to bring a visit from Malcolm Reed. That's going to bring a visit from Sam the Cooking Guy and more. So stay tuned for that. I hope you guys have a tremendously safe New Year's weekend coming up. If you're going to be drinking, don't be driving. Enjoy a premium cigar. Take your time in doing it. Don't get it too hot. Don't inhale the smoke. Don't put the lid in in your mouth. You won't like it no matter what anybody says. And we will see you back here next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. September 11th, 2001. I will never forget. Until we see you back here next week, this is your program host and proud U.S. American Greg Rempe saying Happy New Year and good night now. This is Austin Parsons, pitmaster with Smoky Mountain Q in Nashville, Tennessee, and you are listening to the Barbecue Central Show.